Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Football's back. It's yeah. back again. Um, in full swing, preseason full swing. No overreactions at all coming your way um, in any way, shape, or form. No overreactions will happen. But yeah. preseason from, is for either of us. Preseason is completely and utterly underway. Um, I'm loving it. I like that football's back. I like seeing football on my screen. Preseason football sucks. The quality of football is absolutely terrible. So, like, I'm watching my Bears play on Saturday, and it's no, just you, it is you don't complete, you do not get to be the first person com- to talk it about is the a Bears. Complete Shut- utter turnover fest, which is just terrible. So, as a Bears fan, like, Shut up. I'm glad hey, we're getting stop. I'm glad we're getting those out of our system early in what the year. The, the Bears, it was the it was the Titans turning it over. It most was of both them. ways. Actually, it was both. It was both. In the second we quarter, the ball was turned over like a oh. hundred times. It was so, one of the worst quarters so, of yeah, actual football but, I've ever seen. But also shut up because I get to talk about the Bears first. I'll let you talk about the Steelers first. I'm a Bears fan. No, you're not. I am. Uh, I, I, I disallow it. So I want to talk I want to talk about the I'm Bears. Having a, I'm, a Bears I'm having fan. a serious problem with with friends of mine trying to hop on the Chicago Bears bandwagon <laughs> right now cuz it's you and Tuck right now. And and to, to, by far the two most insufferable fans of sports teams in my life that that I know. Well, I mean the two of you. I just like I saw my quarterback look great. Throw for like 123 yards and yeah. three passes. So how right? can I not as a Bears fan get excited about that? It was great. It was it, really great. The only thing that could have been bad about that is if me as a Bears fan Shut up. was on Twitter making fun of Jordan Love for checking the ball down less than 24 hours before my quarterback <laughs> checked the okay. ball down. <laughs> there's a, there's a difference between a check down and a screen pass, my friend. Okay. So the Bears had had two screen passes that went for touchdowns. Those are not check downs. Okay. Those are actually yards. Those are difficult passes to make. Very difficult passes to make. And um, if if we're talking about the Bears as a whole, what I need more than anything here, Josh, is I need the Bears to be good this year. I don't. I care much more about the team's success than the success of one individual player on the Bears, who, by the way, also looked great. Justin Fields looked incredible. Uh, so, an area where the Bears ranked dead last in all of football last year, they ranked dead last in a lot of things last year. That's why they yeah. ended up with the number one overall pick, but. They were by far the worst in the NFL in yards after the catch. So I'm liking what I'm seeing in that about 120 yards that Justin Fields threw were after the catch. That's awesome. That's great news for the Bears. And it's guys that you didn't really see a lot of last year. DJ Moore wasn't even on the team. So to see him making an impact right away on the very first pass that was thrown to him, I love that. That's amazing. And a big issue where Justin Fields struggled last year is he can make the deep pass. He was really, he was one of the most accurate quarterbacks with the deep ball last year, but he doesn't always take what the defense gives him. He gets in a hurry a lot of the time. So he doesn't get to his third or fourth read. And that's what he was doing in the game as well. So a check down for positive yards 
is a good thing. And there was only one check down in that game. He only attempted three passes and two went for touchdowns. So it can was we, an incredible game for the starting offense. Can we look up the check down that Jordan Love had that also He's a went check down po- merchant. He's a check down went, merchant. But the, pro- the problem with Jordan yards. Love is he's unwilling to pull t- the trigger on it deep was positive passes. Yards. It's he's unwilling to pull the trigger on deep passes, and that's gonna it's that's gonna not, come to hurt him in the regular exactly season. Not exactly what I've seen. That's true. You are, did, you, you, did you see his yards per attempt? It was it was under five. You are the only one that is on the currently on the Jordan Love absolutely sucks train. No, I'm absolutely I've seen, not. I've seen a lot more Jordan Love's looking better than we expected kind His of deals. yards per catch was under five, Josh. Under five. That's not good. Yeah. It's also the preseason. Okay. It's also but like... He's playing against backups. You'd like to see the yards per catch be a little bit higher it's also than under five. It's also the preseason. You would and like also, that to be I would over like you to, 10, usually. I would like... Over I would, 10 is, a good, is where I you want to be. I would also... I would That's also like that. you to keep the same energy you had a few years ago. If this is what the Bears offense is going to look like, um, you need We're to keep... We're not overreacting here, though. If this is what the Bears offense is going to look like, you need to keep the same energy you had a few years ago when, I don't know, hypothetically, the Steelers started 11-0 and did a lot of screen passes, and that was where a lot of their offense came from. And I was told that, what energy I was, did I have that year? What are you are um, you are you putting every everything you read on Twitter on me? Because no, it was, I was very. It was positive. you telling no. It was you telling me that Big Ben can't throw the ball and he has a weak arm. Is what? No, I was told. no, you were reading that on Twitter. Is what I was told. You were reading that time. on Twitter, and the now you're putting the, that blame on me. I didn't say you, you that. You said it. I guarantee no, I you. I, I bet I can go find a text. Okay, I'll look for it. I can go, probably find. Go it. Go ahead and find a text because I right didn't. Now. I didn't say that at all. You so, always made fun of Ben. I I absolutely did. did not, and I don't know why you're putting yes, this blame on me right you totally, now. You're so, laughing, you're laughing as you say that you didn't make fun of Ben Roethlisberger. I make I make fun of him for plenty of things, but his his weak sissy arm is not one of them. See, there it is. I didn't make fun of him for that. It's, I'm saying I don't make fun of him for that. And the best quarterback in your franchise history is Jay Cutler. So yeah, that's cool. And he's got a <laughs> cannon for an arm too. So yeah, My, proudly. <laughs> Big Ben's arm got a little stronger when he was lifting two Lombardi trophies. Yeah. So. Uh, and on top of it, since we're already talking about the Bears, uh, the, the defense, de- defense was, was better than last year. They got eight sacks, first forced uh, the defense three sucks. turnovers. Steelers defense sucks. They blew an entire game on Friday night. Kenny Pickett came in there. He looked good to start, and then they absolutely sucked the rest of the game. They got us a lead, and then the defense blew it. We barely won the game, so that sucked. But, like, I don't know. Preseason sucks, I guess. We're not really. Do you want to talk about the Steelers game? No, I didn't watch it. I watched the Bears game because I'm a Bears fan. Okay. So You didn't watch the Steelers game at all? You don't have any thoughts about them? I no, I have none. I genuinely didn't watch the game. I was playing hockey. I thought you were. I thought you were going to overreact to Kenny Pickett's stat line. He only. I mean, you can't get anything out of it. He only played a drive. Okay. Like, what am I supposed to say about a guy that played one drive? He made some good throws that you're supposed to to make, and at we're not going to exhaust ourselves patting ourselves on the back at this juncture. So, it's preseason. That's 
kind of like, yeah, I thought Kenny Pickett looked good. He made the throws that Kenny, he was exactly what Kenny Pickett needed to be in the one series he played, but I don't think it's cause to overreact at this juncture. Um, I'm going to wait till we get to the regular season when things matter a little bit more. And that's when I'm probably going to overreact to everything. So we're only overreacting like, to the bears. Well, I was, uh, yeah, because I'm a, we're Bears fans. We're a Bears no, podcast. No, 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 no. I'm a Bears fan. Well, no, we're Bears fans. No, 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 no. And this is a Bears podcast, so I'm only going to overreact to the Bears. And I don't like that. I, it, I'm just saying as a team that prides themselves on defense, I wanted to see more out of my defense, and that kind of bothered me that we couldn't, like, at home – we didn't shut them down in the first quarter. That's where you like to see a statement. Yes, we came around. We played well in the end. There it is. We shut them down in the second half. But in the first quarter, it was a shaky start. And everyone knows you got to, you know, you want to throw the first punch when you're playing. All right, fine. And first quarter was helpful. shaky. First quarter helpful. was shaky. But the rest of the game was great. Yeah, I mean, I genuinely didn't watch the rest of the game. So... But the Bears have, shut him down. The do you have any other? That they do, shut you have, him. do you have any other preseason overreactions that you want to get off your chest, though? Um, Demar Hamlin's totally going to win Comeback Player of the Year. <laughs> I mean, it, they might as well give him the it's, award right now. It's right? a lock. Yeah. So that was cool to see him back on the. Who else oh. is in contention for that? Because this is like, if there's there's nobody else in contention, but you better hope that he doesn't lose the award. Because that means something bad has happened to him. Yeah, during the regular season. That is Again. true. So, <laughs> I don't so I think, think I think everybody well. should be should be cheering for him to to win it. Unless like he, a dead football player comes back to life, he, he's he's well, he's alive. He still has that covered. So the guy, he, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, he, he he did that too. So I mean, this is the first legitimate comeback player of the year award I think that will ever be awarded. Um, Wait, did. He, did Big Ben win it that year, or was there, like, another miraculous... I think that was Alex Smith, right? Yeah, that was when Alex yeah. Smith faked his leg injury. Like, sick, dude. Anyone... <laughs> Bro, anyone can get their leg infected. It's not that hard. Like, but, congrats, you're a war hero. Yeah. Well, his leg also did get snapped in half, too. Like, yeah, but... He'd been gone for three years. No, it was just one off-season. Like, he missed an entire year of football. Did he miss an entire year in between, too? Yeah. He, might, he probably did. Yeah, that was really bad. Yeah, he should be. But that's not three years. That's a year. So the comeback player of that year, like, I mean, Ben yeah, went technically, through it. Technically, ben he went did through it in it all one year. Like, when did, When is the statute of limitations on that? That's the real question. I don't know. Like, can like you, you, just should, not you should play have to come six, back the next year. Can right? you not play for six years and just come back? And then they're like, oh, this is the comeback player of the year. And I well, mean, all I'm you know, saying that's, is that you, you actually probably could because and Big Ben also like I'm still gonna die on this hill. Big Ben outperformed him on the field, so I feel well, like definitely like I. But I do think that should take be somewhat into consideration of you know this guy also suffered a devastating injury. He actually performed better on the field, so 
that I think they should weigh that a little bit, unless it's the Demar Hamlin case, because then <laughs> he should get it just for stepping onto the field. Like, do, do they have Vegas odds for comeback player of the year? Yes. Do you, what, yes, what, they do. What's his? He is, what, what are his odds? He's the heavy favorite. Okay, wait. <laughs> I don't know who do else. Do you think we could there? find this out? Like, it, I saw someone tweeted it out. It's he's the heavy favorite. Big, like, I mean, he's gonna win it. Okay. <laughs> Oh think, my goodness! You need to you need to take this bet as soon like now, because he's the heavy he's the heavy favorite. But this is just the easiest way to make money ever. Yeah. he's my he's minus three fifty. I thought it would be like minus ten thousand. Well, I don't, I don't know who else would even be in the running for comeback player of it's, the year. It's Tua. Tua is the has the second best odds. And that's because How of all the concussions. Okay, I don't think Tua should be comeback player. Exactly, exactly. Can't that's be. why. That, that's why. Even he, in a normal year, how can Tua be the comeback player of the year? I mean, this is the lock of all locks. If you, it, it, it is. This is here. Here's our new get rich quick scheme. Bet, here, betting is never put your, put your life savings on Demar Hamlin comeback player of the year. If you guys need to clean some money hypothetically placing it on DeMar Hamlin to win comeback player of the year would be a very easy way yeah. to clean some money. I um, mean, he's already played in the preseason. All he has to do, all he has to do is not tear his ACL or have a, another heart attack. I think he literally, I don't even know if he has to play the entire season. I think he could play like a game. And he Alex, could still, Alex Smith still play, played like two games the year he won. Like, it. And then it's, they were then they were like his leg is too bad so, which but he I just do, he just needs to get on the field. I do think that we need like comeback player of the year. I think it it needs some clear guidelines to it. How, like <laughs> I don't know if dude, it does. It's it's more of a feel good award, you know. How can Tua like even if without take Demar Hamlin out of it? How can Tua actually win comeback player of the year? Do you know how many guys have concussions at yeah. the end of the season? And also, then play the next season. Everybody, yeah, literally everyone. He, I think, the only thing that can help him is if he gets another really bad concussion and people feel bad for him. Yeah, and then he comes back from that in the same season. He would have to, and even then, it's it still wouldn't work. It's was still Tua not stretchered happen. off on that one? I th I believe he was okay. uh, because that he was throwing, he was throwing up. Yeah, gang signs. That, <laughs> that helps. Being stretchered <laughs> off definitely helps. Um, yeah, Tim actually, Anderson will not win comeback player of the year in baseball because he was not stretchered off. <laughs> actually, Tua Tua's odds are better than I thought because he did he did throw up blood, and so now he's got the Crips against him. So that's I to survive to survive a hit like that too is is big as well. I don't I don't really I yeah I don't fully know how. This is the biggest no contest to comeback player of the year we've ever seen. Yeah. Also, runaway award. Apparently, like Trevor Lawrence has a very high um, MVP odds. Is what I'm or like he's one of the early favorites to win the MVP. And I know I you're like that. You're a Trevor Lawrence guy, Kellen. Yeah, I was. Like, I was early on the bandwagon last were, year. I will never get on it. So well, that's, I'm gonna that's let smart you, because it was infuriating because I hopped off like it. Like I'm gonna three let you times. take this one. Like, are you you drinking that Kool Aid? I mean, 
I am. Yeah, I'm still I'm still on it because he's a young quarterback. He was I mean, he was the most sure number one pick since since Andrew Luck, maybe Peyton Manning. Um, that's who all his comparisons are to. So those guys usually usually hit. They're at least, you know, pretty good. And the fact that he had a receiving core with the highest drop rate in football last year and still got them to the playoffs is a testament to how well he was playing by the end of the season last year. He still needs to develop in some ways, but he's also put on some more muscle this year too. And uh, the addition of Calvin Ridley is going to be really great for him as well. There's the other his one. Number That's one who... His number one wide receiver last year was Zay Jones, who led the NFL in drops. So, and now he has Calvin Ridley, one of the best route runners and one of the most sure-handed wide receivers. So Trevor Lawrence, MVP, Calvin Ridley, comeback player of the year. Oh, what kind of what kind of action can I get on that? So <laughs> that's what I would like to know. So they're not going to put Calvin Ridley on the books because he's just going to bet on himself and he's going to get himself suspended again. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if Calvin Ridley necessarily applies for comeback player of the year because that's a suspension. I think it's more legitimate than others. It would be really, it would be really funny if he had the second if, best odds if over it to was it. Anyone, if it was anyone other than Demar Hamlin, I would be rooting so hard for Calvin Ridley to win Comeback Player of the Year. You know what? I'm. I wish you would. I wish you would say something bad about Demar Hamlin. He's from Pittsburgh. That's never oh, going to happen. Okay. Okay. Did he go to Pitt too? <laughs> yes, he's from Pittsburgh. Okay. He went. This to Pitt. is this is usually the kind of guy that you like, would figure out something bad to say about. I, and he's it's just best friends. He, like he's good friends with Kenny Pickett. He went to Pitt. He's from Pittsburgh. He does a ton for the Pittsburgh community. So mm. I've got nothing bad to say about <laughs> so the he's guy. Actually, a good dude too. Like mm. yeah, I have literally nothing to say bad I can say about Demar Hamlin. If he was oh. from anywhere else, yes, I would find a way. You are correct. I would say something very stupid probably about him. I know. I that's nothing. what I want because now I'm going to be the one that says something stupid. I have nothing. And I wish that I could cheer for Calvin Ridley to be comeback player of the year. That's about <laughs> as negative as I'm going to get about Demar Hamlin. I don't – I don't. like I said, I, I don't think it really applies in the same way for Calvin Ridley as it, it would should, for most people that missed an entire season. It should be the people's award. We should get – to choose comeback player of the year do we who chooses i think the nfl chooses okay Uh, or maybe like the sports writers does the nfl have any awards that the people can choose Mm, i don't know i don't think the pro bowl people i don't i don't think so that would be a bad idea to let us choose awards no, the one award that we could all influence would be the best thing ever no they do the mvp yeah, okay. It's the, but they yeah. even tried they tried to change that because yeah, I know. Mitch won it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So although hey, Mitch was maybe the best player in that game. That was a really bad game. It was a terrible game. And <laughs> also like but while we did are lose. while we're talking about Mitch though, what's really funny is all of the camp videos, everyone's talking about how great Mitch looked. He gets out into actual game action, plays <laughs> Horrible. He Mitch, was 
Oh, Mitch is God. a training camp MVP. He, he was so bad. Everyone was like, this is not the same quarterback that we just watched for the last two weeks in training camp. Oh, yeah. He can't, he can't do anything. But I think the NFL needs See, to I'm, have... I'm glad we can laugh about Mitch now that he's the backup quarterback and not the starting quarterback. Like, he's... You love that card. I love that he's not the starting quarterback. Yeah. I, I You know what? I... I do too. I love that he's not my starting What's quarterback. What's so either. sad for him is that he might lose the backup job to Mason Rudolph. No. <laughs> after no. after the way Rudolph played in the second half and the way Mitch played, um, I don't like that. I would. Game, I don't either because I think Mitch is a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. I've seen enough. Yeah, I've seen enough. He, does, he doesn't least... use he doesn't use racial slurs on the football field either. I'm... He's a great guy. <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> you're taking the Cleveland Browns side on this one. <laughs> yeah, Come no, on. no, no, no. <laughs> you're really gonna side with them? Dude, but... what? That's that's the most clown thing. Miles Garrett should get way more heat for for literally trying to ruin someone's it... life because he act he tried to kill him with a football helmet. It still baffles me. I don't understand why everyone like nationally thinks Miles Garrett's a better player than TJ Watt, and it will bother me forever. I will never understand it, and it's going to bother me and haunt me for the rest of my life that everyone loves Miles Garrett so much. When like my mentality on Miles Garrett is he has rarely done anything against the Steelers other than that playoff game like so one game he maybe did a little bit. He's rarely done anything. How I see him is he's a clown that like basically he does something like the Grim Reaper outfit. He does all this stuff and then he can't back up his own talking. Well, and his, he takes his, a coward way of swinging a helmet at a guy. Like he'll get he'll get three sacks a game against bad teams. That's yeah. it. He he's it. He, that's what he does. That's and then like I watch T.J. Watt disrupt Joe Burrow and like. Hey. The first week of the season, and I'm like, I'm with oh, you. I'm big with you. Players like it's just that's one thing I don't understand, and it's gonna bother me forever. I'm starting to like not fight that battle as much, and just because it's not worth it, it's not worth my time. But that's one thing that like I keep seeing all of these um, best de- defensive players and everything, and I'm like, I don't know how anyone with half a brain puts Miles Garrett as the best defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, one like, one has a defensive player of the year, one doesn't, and that's TJ. I mean, so I would even put like Aaron. I forgot. I just remembered that there were rumors during the off season that Aaron Donald was going to go to the Steelers, and that would have been sick. That would oh my so gosh, sick. that would be th- so sick. I think Aaron Donald retires after this year. I, I think he's. I think he's kind of sick of football. But like, he's, th- he's done everything he needs to do, really. But like, okay. Is he? Fr- I know he went from to Pittsburgh. Is he from Pittsburgh yeah. too? So we get to trade deadline uh-huh. time. Steelers uh-huh. are sitting pretty, pretty nice. Who says no? Who says no to a trade? I mean, the Rams. It, the, the Rams, Rams could probably use a draft pick, right? Exactly. I was going to say <laughs> the Rams need a lot of draft picks, and they'll take. We they'll take it from them, anything. We give them like one oh, draft pick for Aaron Donald. Here's a Let fun exercise. Let's uh, let's look up the Rams starting defense. Outside of Aaron Donald, have you seen that list? No. It's will, uh, will I recognize any of the names? No, no, you won't. 
Um, but hey, just keep talking so that before Wally. Okay, no, I found it. I found yeah. it. I found it. So there's Aaron Donald, of course. Okay. And do you want me to read the rest of the names here? Yes. Uh, Marquise Cop- Copeland. Tell me if you've heard of the guy or not. Nope. Okay. Ernest Brown the fourth. No, I've heard of Ernest Brown the third and the second. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. I, I haven't heard of either. But. Okay. Well, what about Bobby Brown the third? Have you only heard of the first two? Yeah. Okay. Just the, just the first two on Bobby Browns. Kobe Turner? Nope. But that makes me think of cheese. Michael Haked? No. Byron okay. Young? No, this is... What you're reading right now is when you play too far into a Madden like franchise and they start <laughs> drafting a bunch of players that are just made up like computers. What about Akello Witherspoon? Oh yeah, he played for the Steelers, I think. Did he actually? I'm pretty sure he did. Okay, I just <laughs> that's the most random name on the list. And I think I of think course, he that's does. the guy you've heard of. I'm pretty sure he did play for the Steelers. <laughs> okay, but the fact that you're, like, you're the biggest Steelers fan I know, and you can't even be certain if he played for the Steelers or not, and he has like, a very distinctive name. If I but, if if I was doing a an immaculate grid, I'd put his name down. Okay, but but you there's no way you just, you knew that he was actually playing for the Rams until no, I said that. No, I had that. no idea. Yeah, exactly. So it, yeah, the that's uh, I mean, there's there's also Byron Young, Ernest Jones, Christian Roseboom, Kobe Durant, ooh, Darian like Kendrick, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast. I like Roseboom. That's their those are their starters on defense. I've only heard of Aaron Donald, and I consider myself a decent football fan. Can we flip to the other side of the ball? Is Matt Stafford still like kicking? Yeah, we, he'll be back this year. But wasn't I, I also have that, a feel. I have a feeling this might be his last year as well. I have a feeling that he's going to have the Big Ben injury injury soon. The, I think he's going to throw wait, out his arm. Okay, I was going to say which which Big Ben injury. There's a the, lot to the choose big from. One. Okay, gotcha. The one that yeah. he, the only injury Ben never played through. Is that what he had last year? Was it he an arm? He was having elbow issues oh. last year, and so maybe there would be a pop. Also, did you see, while we're talking about the Rams, did you see Odell's comments about uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah and that if a... he played, they would have blown out the Bengals? Yeah. Like, did, we said did... that. Immediately did... after the game, we said that. Yeah. And he didn't even credit us. Okay. <laughs> you, well, you, another thing, you heard it here first on Totally Unbiased Sports. We I, I were, we were we the first there. to break. The, we, we broke that news two years ago, Odell. Okay. Like, yeah. We literally were the first ones on that. Well, he's and probably we behind on his podcast list. And, and right we, now. we couldn't even get a like, oh, yeah. I had two people literally in the entire world that were with me on this. <laughs> yeah. He but, got into it with Tyler Boyd over that too on Instagram. Yeah, I love Twitter fights. Yeah, we'll lose an Instagram fight. Well, it's the same, it's same deal. Same. It's not the same. It's all the same. Different it's drama. all social media. Picture drama, ra- it's, rather it, than it, it's all on social media though. That's the good stuff. Uh, did TJ Watt play in the preseason no. game? No. Let's see. That's smart. Um, but this Nick Herbig guy. Oh. Who's he, the? He's a dog. Who, who's the Steelers' big tight end that they drafted this year? I can't remember his name, but he is going to be stupid. 
See, this is this is what the preseason is go actually good dumb. for. Not like because we did overreact big time to the Bears, big time. He's going to go probably dumb. No, nothing that we said about the Bears is going to be correct. But there was a video of him just absolutely erasing the entire. Uh, who'd you guys play the entire Buccaneers Box. defensive yeah. line with he's one gonna block? Be, he's going to be a problem. Let also, me look up his name. Also, um, like Calvin Ridley, I believe that Calvin Austin, very fast. He is stupid fast. The Steelers have a very, very fast Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington, yeah. Um, we've had two Washingtons on our team in the last like five years. One of them was like five foot eight and now one's seven feet tall. And I love the, I love the difference. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. What honestly, the fact that Matt Canada took shots and spread the ball around in the preseason is the biggest See- Thing, Again, like, let's not overreact to a preseason game I, here. I know no, it's going like, to look different in the regular season. I know he's going to lock that down immediately when a game like even remotely matters. He's going to be like, no. Well, well he doesn't want to show his hand, so he's going. He's doing completely the opposite I, of what he's going to do in the regular season. I did at least season. see that Matt Canada has a play that the ball goes down the field more than five yards. I pray that... Who calls plays for the Bears? Does Eberflus call him? No, they... it's uh, Luke Getze. I Eberflus pray... is a defensive guy. I pray that they don't look at what happened on Saturday and just go, we're running screen passes, because it's the worst. It's the absolute, complete, and utter worst thing, and you might be watching a Matt Canada offense before you know it, because guess what? It worked for Matt Canada when the Steelers started 11-0, and and we have been doing it ever since, and it hasn't worked. Okay. So watch but, it like I, I pray I that doesn't happen. The when 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 Matt Nagy was calling the shots for the Bears, the Bears didn't they never had a screenplay in their bag. And that means that we're trying to push the ball downfield with Mitchell Trubisky's level of accuracy, which is not yeah. usually ideal either. So he made a great I didn't really like Pickens that. against the Browns though. George Pickens looked nice too. He That's did a, they like to be excited. They about. lined him up inside this year. So not having Claypool, they put him they put him inside. And I think I'm gonna like that a lot. I think if they move him around and they get a good mixture of him going inside and outside, because like the outside catches, it's a deep shot, you know, he catches it, not much room. If you can hit him on a slant or something, that actually gives him time to show off his athleticism and do what he does best, but we were never really lining him up and putting him in those positions. And so it'll be interesting to see. I'm not, I really like, I'm excited for football to be back. I think I I hate it because I'm seeing more and more people are now like saw the Kenny Pickett highlight and they're all like, "Uh Oh, Steelers offense might be like, they might be a legit threat. Like this could be the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the NFL this year is like <laughs> tons of people are saying that that's what I've seen. Like I've literally like pro football focus and a couple of those other accounts have, have actually tweeted that out. And it does make me sick that I'm like, I don't, I really don't want that. Cause that means that Sunday night football is going to come around and Chris Collinsworth, who literally only goes on pro football focus and pro football talk 
is going to be like, oh, wow, the Steelers are going to be good this year, except for then he's going to say something stupid about the city of Pittsburgh. He's going to be like, it really, it's too bad that George Pickens has to play in such a terrible city because I hate them. You know what? Communist. But I was, I was thinking about Chris Collinsworth today and getting really pissed off because I was just remembering back to the game, uh, the the Sunday night football game where he said out loud that he's cheering for the Packers over the bears. I, I could not believe I heard that from an announcer on live TV. I, it was, it blew my mind. It, he's the he, absolute he's, worst. Everything he's the least he does. objective announcer and, there ever is. And what I feel like, what I honestly feel bad the most, who I feel bad for the most in this situation is his son, Jack, because they sound the exact same. Is, and are, I, is Jack a Notre Dame guy? He does call the Notre Dame games. Mm, I that's... automatically hate Jack because he sounds like his dad. So... Jack's never done anything. He's never said anything negative about my teams. He's never said anything negative about the women of Pittsburgh or anything like his father did. But <laughs> because he sounds the exact same, I have nothing good. Like, I just hate it. I'm like, get this. Like, this guy sucks. Yeah, and I agree. So bad blood. It's bad blood. It, it's terrible blood. But, you know, all this is fantastic. All the Pirates managers and pitching coaches and everyone are just going after the umps right now. It's fantastic. They're all going to be playing right now. Yeah. Oh, double header. Okay. Yeah. A little double header action. You know what I'm saying? But outside of our two, our team, the bears, um, what, what else did you like from preseason week one? What were your other favorite storylines? One, I like not to go on this tangent, all-time graphic came out of the the Jets Panthers game. Yeah, yes. Um so it was what were the categories? It had Aaron Rodgers um and CJ Stroud, right? Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Shoot. Bryce Young, Aaron Rodgers. And it was what was it? Touchdowns, completions, yards or something like that and then it was like debuted and for rogers it was like 2004 nfl in parentheses underneath 2005 parentheses underneath and then um under bryce young it was 2001 life life like he had no he had no other stats he just debuted in life in 2001 it did yeah i mean there's no other stats to put for him he born one time i but that wasn't great that wasn't an option there so it was yeah, Aaron, great. Aaron Rodgers' NFL career is only four years younger than Bryce Young's life career. It's also great. Like, I, I watched Hard Knocks. I know you tried and you didn't do very well watching Hard Knocks. But I, like, I thought I was doing well. I really did. I think it was Soft Gardner was, like, telling Rodgers. He's like, man, I loved watching you growing up. Like, oh, it, it was McCall so Hardman. Fun. Oh, McCall Hardman. Yeah, he's just like it was so fun watching you when I was growing up, and I absolutely love that. Like, those things are going to happen to Aaron Rodgers because he's on like one of the youngest teams ever, and all of these kids literally like grew up watching him play quarterback, and so they're all just like, I can't believe you're Aaron Rodgers and you're here. And yeah, well, and he's also he's also doesn't like to hear that because he's a skeevy little perv who likes to date girls who are twenty years younger than him too. 
So he doesn't want to feel old because he lives, uh, he lives a life of a young man um, who has no family and all that good stuff. Uh, who wins a lot. That before. Not Unfortunately. Though. Um, no, he doesn't. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I couldn't get through Hard Knocks just because... I don't know. I don't know how he got a hold of the producers of Hard Knocks, but uh, it did turn into just just um, hey, let's let's love on Aaron Rodgers they as did. much as they, possible. They did, and I think we also accurately predicted this. I'm pretty sure we said it was either going to be we'll see no Aaron Rodgers or it will be just a love fest of Aaron Rodgers, and it was. Um, we both have been we've kind of talked a little bit the Jets defense people look for them to be bad this year Josh Josh was all over this one because they use if you watch hard knocks you're going to hear kind of the the coaching staff the other players say things along the lines of oh don't worry about that play there's only one guy that could make that throw and he's on our team and like Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. That's why you hate him. That's why we hate him. He's a good quarterback. You can't deny that. I hate him because he's a bad person. And he is a bad person as well. He's a good quarterback, even worse person. But, like, Patrick Mahomes can make that throw. Yeah, he can make any throw. Patrick Mahomes can make that throw. Did you watch far enough in to get to the no-look passes? On quarterback? No, on... Oh, hard on hard knock. No. Yeah. Okay. I got like five minutes into that. No, this was this was actually great, and I can see it now. Aaron Rodgers is injured or whatever, so Rodgers is taking Zach Wilson completely under his wing, and is like teaching him and everything, and like being a mentor. I think he's doing that just to clown the Packers because he wouldn't do that with Jordan Love, and now I'm, he comes I'm, in. I, I would be okay with that. Like, would, it's that, pretty funny if you like. Maybe if you can stomach watching a little bit, it's actually pretty funny because he's just talking to Zach Wilson, but he's teaching him how to make no-look throws and, like, the mechanics of making no-look throws. And I can just see it now. Aaron Rodgers gets injured or something, and Zach Wilson is going to come in with all the confidence in the world that he can make, like, a no-look throw, and it is going to be the most egregious interception ever. And I, I, I like can't wait for that because I'm, I think Aaron Rodgers is given a guy that doesn't need confidence way too much confidence. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you've just given me another reason to cheer for an Aaron Rodgers injury right like, there. Is oh, I need I need to see Zach Wilson no look pass like I need air to breathe. That like that that is a must. I don't I don't know. Do you know when the heads like in the preseason? Does the quarterback have the ears still while the play's going on no 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 they cut it off with like okay. 10 seconds left that on the play clock because there was like like and in the preseason game rogers was basically like he had a headset and he was telling zach wilson who to throw the ball to so yeah yeah i mean i, I do remember seeing that as well zach wilson could maybe be a good quarterback if if aaron Rodgers is just in his ear the entire time saying now do this now do that. Now do this. Um, but that's really the NFL preseason, I guess. Um, not a great run run through of it, but it happened. It was there. It was football on our screens. Um, we're one week closer to college football. Yeah, which we're very I like close. College football is going to like actually matter, and that's fun. We do love a good college football moment. Um, and baseball. 
Do you have anything to say about baseball? Because that's the thing that's happening too. Yeah, um, I just had one baseball note, and um, it's oh, regarding Angel Hernandez, unfortunately. Oh my gosh! Who is his back? Uh, he he was very quietly not umping baseball games the entire first half of the season, and uh, since he has come back, he has the lowest called stri- or correctly called strike ball percentage of all umpires by a lot. And yes. he set the record now for most missed calls this season with 15 in a game between the Yankees and I want to say the Marlins, I believe. So he's doing a really horrendous job back to back to being his old self. Um, and I just wanted to point that out. And it's unfortunate that he's back and doing his job. I don't know why he was missing time earlier in the year, but I wish he would go back to doing that because he's really, really bad at his job. And nobody what do you likes, think, what do you think likes it having was? him around. What do you think it was? I don't Why know. Why did he miss time? I, I, have, I, I have no idea that MLB didn't, MLB didn't say anything about it. It was, People barely even noticed until like two months into the season. And everybody's like, has it felt like, the, the umpires have been have been better this year for some reason, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I feel like umpiring has been a little bit better." And they're like, "Oh, Angel Hernandez hasn't called a single but game yet this did year." Did we just get a glimpse into robot umps though, and how like uneventful baseball might become if you don't have terrible? I uh, that's the thing is I don't want I, I I actually don't think I want robot umpires because for the most part they're pretty good. They really, uh, they really are. Especially during the playoffs, it's the best umps, yeah. uh, and the the best umps are actually they're they're virtually the same as an automatic automated strike zone. And you almost like you need that room for error. You need something to complain about. Someone yes. to complain to. You need a scapegoat. It's a good thing to have at times. And if you if you just have robot umps, no, then that's not going to be a thing. But I don't think it'll be a thing anytime soon because Angel Hernandez truly does show the strength of the umpires union. The fact that he is still employed and has a job. Yeah. So the robot umpires are the biggest danger to umpires, but oh, yeah. they have a, a very strong union. So I love I think it. We're good. I'm totally, I am absolutely a hundred percent here for umps continuing to screw up. Um, yeah. It's it's the end. Just not not right? in the playoffs. Not, not in big in games. Yeah, we don't need that. I have maybe the Pirates. I'm not as sure they will make the playoffs conversation hmm. as I was last week. Let's get I back still, there. Let's get back I there. I don't think they can. Okay, you think they could run the table? I think they can make the playoffs conversation. Okay, I think they. I really do believe that they can make the playoffs conversation. I. I tweeted out uh, that the White Sox could absolutely run the table and make the playoffs a couple days ago because yeah, they were up on the Brewers. The week. They were, <laughs> they were <laughs> up on the Brewers like four nothing, and then they blew that lead and proceeded to get swept by them. So yeah, that's my that's my tweet of the week. By okay, the way. well you can just use my Jordan Love tweet then too. For anyone, you, you can use the checkdown tweet. <laughs> I mean, I I know that you've been through a lot of misery. It's like. I know that you've like you've gone through a lot of pain. I have no idea what you were thinking when you decided to go attack 
the Packers before the Bears even played a snap of football yet. <laughs> like, well, I've been doing. I, I don't know if you've noticed. I've been doing a lot of attacking of the Packers yeah. this offseason. No, I and I'm kind I, of confused because this this feels <laughs> ir- like I'm not trying to pick a fight. This feels eerily similar to when the Browns like signed all of those really great players and they spent an entire offseason talking about how bad the Steelers would be and how they were finally going to beat the Steelers. And I don't think they beat the Steelers that year. Yeah. And they were just like, wow, look at these guys. They really suck. Um, so so I don't want that to happen to you because I, I know that it's going to crush you even more if someone happens to save one of your tweets and then come at you later. I know that's going to be bad no and the good news is is that it'll be put to a stop very quickly because the bears and packers are playing each other week one what time do they play that game i think it i think it's noon i think it's <laughs> i think it is a noon game Crap. which is unfortunate but i wanted it, that to not be during the steelers i, just, I would love that <laughs> i do have this this overwhelming sense of dread is starting to fall on me uh as as the season nears and i am I am starting to become a little bit worried. Like, oh, this could all just come crashing down on me right away, and this whole and tw- like twenty twenty three football season will just it'll be yeah. it'll mean nothing to me right away. Because I I need I need the Bears to win that game. I really do. I I can't have the Jordan Love era start off with a win against the Bears after I've been talking all this. And he played ju- Justin Fields. He, he, like I said, he had a great preseason game, but that was the worst good preseason game he could have possibly had for me. Was like three air passing yards. Genuinely, though, ju- here's a spin zone for us Bears fans. Justin Fields was <laughs> too good because he would have gotten he another was. series. Yeah, if they didn't score, DJ Moore is too good for the Bears offense. Is yep. is he too good for the Bears offense? That he's actually bad for the Bears offense. I don't know. He, he Some just, are asking that. He yeah. just robbed the Justin Fields of critical reps. Exactly. Um, because exactly. usually it's you get two drives or a touchdown. It's kind of how the starters go in preseason games. And he until got two maybe, drives and two touchdowns. Until maybe the end. And so, like, you kind of you kind of get, like, they want you to get those couple touchdowns. The coach talks about whatever he want. Like, what does he want to see? Does he want to see two touchdowns? Does he just want to see one drive? What is it? DJ Moore might be too good that Justin Fields didn't get enough in-game reps. And maybe, like, maybe you don't want to score all at once. Because we've seen it. Are you scared? Because do we remember the the Bills-Chiefs game where the Bills scored too fast? Scoring too fast is becoming a big issue in the NFL. Are you scared? (laughs) Uh, Are you scared? I but the I'm Bears just, might score too fast. To uh, actually, be good. I'm not. League? I'm not scared of that. That's never, ever once been a concern of mine ever. <laughs> that the Bears are scoring the ball too, too fast and too often. I, I wish that. I wish I could have that Bills level of concern. I, where I hope there's one game that the Bears, all they need to do is a two minute drill, kill the clock, kick a field goal, and they throw a screen pass that goes like 99 yards for a touchdown. They end up losing because they gave the other team a minute and a half. As long, I would love that. As, that was that was basically what the what the Bears did on Monday night against the Steelers a couple of years ago. You remember yeah. that game? Yeah, they scored too fast that on game. that one. Yeah, I do remember that game. I remember. <laughs> I remember getting hoed out of that game. But yeah, it's the first time I've heard you talk about any play in that game that was not 
the flag. Yeah. Well, that was the most ridiculous flag I've ever seen. Uh, he hip checked him, Josh. The the ref hip checked him and then threw a flag on him. That was oh my goodness. I can't I can't believe that. I what's, still What's worse? What do you want from me in this situation cuz it's been now 2 years? Do you want me to agree with you or do you want me to I just to I, not agree. Like I don't I would, don't know. Would me I, agreeing with you make this better or worse cuz I feel like it might make it worse if I like now 2 years later I'm like, yeah, no. It won't it won't make it better. I do know that. It won't make yeah. it any better. Because it, it's over. It's in the past. The Bears and... player shouldn't, shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> See, that actually <laughs> probably makes it better, you saying that. Because... You shouldn't have been standing there. How, you I guess it. that's how it should be. You I know don't know. I need, to get, I need to get over a lot of stuff. And I really... <laughs> I, I really, don't know. I, I need to get over the Packers, and I just need the Bears to win that game week one. I re- I wish... For my mental health, I need Has that. Jordan Love played against the Bears yet? No. No, he hasn't. Okay. So this is big. This is really big. This means a lot. This is really big. <laughs> this Bears means a lot. added a lot of pieces this offseason to hopefully be better. Did and you? The pa- and the Packers should theoretically be worse because they lost a Hall of Fame quarterback. But I I just need the Bears to win that game, man. I, I don't I can't okay. I can't put into words how badly I need that. So Bears start one and oh or zero and one, but then they rip off like three games right after. I, how quickly can you get over the Packers loss? Is it gonna be I, one I would here's let me let me put this. You would take. You take. I would. Those. I would rather have one and zero, and then three straight losses, than zero and one, one and three, three straight three. wins. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought you were going to yeah. say. That's that, so. that's that's what. Honestly, he. I would rather go two and fifteen and two wins against the Packers <laughs> than fifteen and two and two losses against them. But and I've predicted and I've predicted fifteen and two. And what if the I Packers think you know where I'm leaving room for error in that what if season. The Packers, what if the Packers don't make the playoffs in that season and the Bears do? I I I don't care. I fifteen and two obviously gets them in the playoffs. I I'm I'm at this point where we have lost to them so much and I've tweeted out so much stuff this offseason. Can the Bears I really, I really need the Bears to win at least one of those games wins, and I need it to be the first one. How many wins are the Bears away back from tying the series? They're only, they're a couple. They're probably I would Is say three? six. Okay, six. Yeah, Ooh, the three Packers years. pulled away. Yeah, that's three. It's gonna take a couple years to catch them. Wow, that's a lot of football. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. But we hey, we used to have a really big lead in that series, so we could get it back. It, it's if it could go one way for a while, it could go the other, right? Right? Maybe. Right. right? Maybe. That's a brutal right. start, especially like being the one Eastern game. I really wish that that wasn't. I wish that was like a four o'clock game so that I could watch it just with oh, all of. I'm glad it's it, if it if I'm right about it being middle of the day. I'm glad it's middle of the day. I think that bodes better for the Bears. Yeah, but like for my personal enjoyment, the Steelers play at one, so I would like to be able to have my undivided yeah, and, attention and on again, the Bears that, game. That bodes even better for me there because I don't I don't want you getting your your sick little kicks out of out here, of the Bears the losing thing. to the Packers. Here's the thing: three TVs. Yeah, but three you'll, TVs. You'll, if if the Bears and Steelers are playing at the same time, you'll be locked into one most of the game. Yeah, but I'll have three TVs on. 
Yeah. Which is going to be even worse for you if I'm not watching the entire game and I look up, I see one play, and then that's, <laughs> that's what true. I tweet about. That's a good point. That's, that's a good point. That, I, that you probably got, frustrates you me more ex- than anything else. You got extremely mad because I watched only one quarter of a preseason game. I did get really mad imagine, at that. I wish you watched the whole game. Imagine in the regular season. We had eight sacks, Josh, okay? It was a good imagine thing. what's going to – I didn't see a single one of them. I but know, tree falls in a forest and no one hears it. Did it fall? <laughs> yeah. So this is this could be a really I, like, I could be, okay. I'm gonna yeah. I don't I don't want to make any any empty promises here. Never mind. Never mind. Um, I'm gonna try to not overreact to week one. That's no. Uh, you're that's going. What I, that's what I was about to say. But I realize no matter the end Can result you, of that game, I'm gonna idea overreact. idea. Don't go on your phone during the first. Don't tweet anything during the first half of that game. That's a good idea. That's yeah. Well, I could no. complain about the refs during the don't, first half. Don't don't tweet I need to do the, that. Just don't tweet during the first half, and I think you'll be fine. Oh gosh, I'm really. I have really bad anxiety right now over. Do what what's I do. Happen. I have a group chat that anything that I'm gonna tweet that I think would be stupid to have out there. I have I that just, actually. I just well. text it in that group chat, and that counts as my tweet. Well, the problem is I have that group chat, but there's a Packers fan in that group chat. Okay, no, you need two people that don't care. Yeah, I have two people that don't care at all about anything. They just know <laughs> that, like, if the Steelers win, I'm going to be mentally in a good space if they lose. So I can say whatever I want, and it's just it's an open space event. They turn on Do Not Disturb. I get it all out of my system, and then. <laughs> Well, I, I have I have three levels here, Josh. So I, I start if I if I need to vent, you know, maybe I'll just throw it out onto Twitter. I'll tweet something out there. Yeah. If but then I'm like, okay, well, my employer follows me. So See, that's if why that, I don't. if that doesn't work, then I move on to the group chat and yep. I put it out there. And I'm like, okay, well, if I'm about to say something that maybe maybe not an entire group of people would be okay with. Then I text Josh Borger. Uh, yeah, that's you're my you're my last resort for the probably the worst thoughts that enter my mind. I'm okay with anything. Okay, yeah, exactly. I, I see no issues with anything. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to move on here to our to our segments, Josh? Yeah, we should probably start with tweet of the week because mine was from Kellen Getty making okay. fun of Jordan Love for checking the ball down. <laughs> Check down, merchant Jordan Love. Oh. Uh, that I did tweet that out. Um, but Justin Fields looked great. He looked he looked absolutely great. So checking the um, <laughs> my tweet of the week here. It it was tweeted out yesterday by the Tampa Bay Rays, and Ooh. they are having a giveaway for a Wander Franco hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, fans fourteen and under, while supply for fa- fans fourteen and under while supplies last. Josh. I'm going to give you a second here. Just go on Twitter and look up Wander Franco if you if you can. Um, okay. Oh, just a second. Oh, that lady speaking of Twitter, another tweet of the week. The air the airplane lady spoke. Yeah, that was for the first I, time. That's a story that I just have not cared about at all and it's just stayed relevant this whole time. <laughs> pretty bad right it's yep. pretty bad yeah versus compared yeah. to what they just i mean that's an all-time bad timing on a tweet yeah. right there 
I'll let yeah. other people research that because we don't want to get too into it on the, no, on the pod tough. here. Um, but yeah, so great That's week really- to just just to, hey, also fan base of the week might end up being pedophiles. I don't know because uh, it's Wander Franco in some hot water. Yeah, that's tough. We're at we're an anti. Never mind. We're not getting yeah, into this. I again, some things I feel like we don't have to say. We just don't have it to should, say it. it should and, be hey, implied. I'm learning. I'm I'm yeah. learning. I'm not even going to say it. Those ones should be implied. Yeah. Should we go fan base of the week, Kellen? We'll go fan base of the week because I actually do have yeah. a different fan base of the week. Who's your uh, fan base of the week? Uh, my fan base of the week. Uh, while I pull it up. Oh, it's um people in Iowa. The residents of Iowa. Uh, oh, no, that was sick. They actually did. Uh, <laughs> at the Iowa State Fair, they did have a Caitlin Clark uh, sculpture made out of butter. That was really oh. cool. Uh, but Iowa, between Iowa State and Iowa, they've suspended about six players for gambling on it's sports. Fantastic. Which is great. I, I'm fully for suspending those players because what they're doing is super not allowed. And the Iowa State quarterback was probably the funniest video where he's absolutely hammered and he's making a bet with someone and he's saying, Hey, don't post this online. Cause it's kind of illegal what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty incriminating. Yeah. Uh, so as uh, gambling on sports becomes more and more prevalent, so is uh, throwing games for college kids who need a little bit of money. That's going to become a thing too. So yeah. I'm happy that, Iowa is at least getting ahead of it and punishing these people, whereas they're the only state so far to suspend a single athlete for gambling on sports, which I don't think is a coincidence of just, oh, wow, all these people are from Iowa that are gambling on sports. No, I think it's they're the only people doing things about that. So I actually appreciate that because at least keeps a little bit of the sanctity of sports. Yeah, go Iowa. Yeah. I'm not a fan of gambling on sports. I'm really not. Even though I got addicted to it for like a month, I actually it wasn't even an, an addiction because I just lost every bet that I made. I'm addicted to saying things I would bet on, but yeah. I would never actually bet on sports. Probably I would, I, could, I would bet I could on Demar Hamlin comeback player of the year if I bet lose, on sports. I could easily lose my job if I did bet. So, um. Not gonna. Oh do... yeah, we both work in like uh, pretty close to college sports. Yeah, so we're super not allowed to do that. Yeah, so and we I don't. Which I good. don't. No. Yeah, and we're not even lying about that right now either. No, I, but cool I am addicted. I am addicted to being like, oh yeah, I would hammer this. Yeah, and yeah. like it, it's fun to talk about. And then I'm just so wrong. Yeah, I'm just so wrong all the time. Except for there was one time I felt so cool because there's an assignment. And one of the, like, there's a sports stats class and there's one like project you have to do where you get like X number of um, dollars in monopoly money and you have to place bets because like they're trying to teach you, you know, how sports wagering and everything works. And one of my friends was like, penguins tonight, like, look at all these hockey bets. Like I need help. You know, I'm trying to make some money here. And one of them was like Sidney Crosby to score or get two points or something. And like he was averaging two points. They were playing the Sabres. He averaged like two points a game against the Sabres at that point. I was like, oh, hammer that. That's going to hit. Like he's lights out when they play the Sabres. Sure shit, it hits. I felt so smart. Like I love it. And then I tapped out. That was like, yep. that was where I was like, yeah. One and oh, and then you're good. 
I need those rant. I'm really good at the random, like, yeah, no, don't like there's an, um, one of my friends, he bets all the time and he doesn't really know hockey. And then he'll be like, he'll have bet on the penguins. And he's like, what are they doing? Like, how are they not winning? They're playing at like the worst team in the league. And I'm like, well, they've, they haven't played them well in 12 matchups. Like, why didn't you ask me before? I could have told you that they're going to like, I can tell you exactly how this game's going to go before it even happens. I also, I also <laughs> don't like giving out gambling advice though, because oh, I'll I hate just, it. I, it's I'll the just, worst. People will ask me about my team and I'll be like, Oh, hammer them. And then they get blown out and they're like, what the heck happened? I'm, like, I'm a fan of the team. What do you mean? What happened? You shouldn't be asking me. Uh, so, did you say your fan base of the week? My fan base of the week, I did not say it. What was it? I Oh, it's Edmonton Elks fans. Oh, yeah. They need to win. They have not won at home since 2019, I believe. Whoa. And then they were up 22 to nothing over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on Thursday night. Our Bombers. The Bombers came for the w. crawling all the way back for the W. And won the game. Yep. So fantastic bombers come back. Elks fans have still not seen poverty franchise. They win at home. Yeah. Who's who's our biggest rival? Probably BC or Hamilton. Okay. Hamilton Tigers. Tie cats. Tie cats. Tiger cats. Tiger cats. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they're a rival. They got a dumb, <laughs> stupid name. Uh, and BC is uh, British the Columbia Lions. Lions. Yes. Okay. Not. A, I. I don't like the Argonauts. I really. No, I don't either. I don't like the Owlets. I really hate the Owlets. Their their fans. That's, that's so, Mark Tressman's team. Their fans are so annoying. Yeah. One of the most annoying fan bases in the CFL. We got. We got to go to a Winnipeg game. We got to do it. They're actually legit though. Like they're Dude, so. Fun. It looks. It looks super fun there. It's actually pretty lit. It's like yeah. it's actually stupid lit. Have you been to a game? Yeah. Oh, been to two or three. They're actually surprisingly lit. Okay. I went to one where they were playing the Alouettes, and that's now why I hate Alouette fans. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that explains so, it. They're legit. All right, let's go with our uh, our player of the week, Josh. Yes. So my player of the week is it's Kellens because yes I don't, I don't know if you saw that there was another Kellen getting heavily ratioed on Twitter yes I actually did wait <laughs> is it was it the uh the Maui tweet yes but, oh so those man. of you who don't know what's going on in Maui there is there were <laughs> wildfires absolutely devastated tons of communities so this Kellen Browning tweets out this tweet on Friday, Alicia Stratton searched desperately through the wreckage of her um, home for a Rolex watch her parents gave her when she graduated college. Suddenly, her fiance pulled it from the ashes. You found it, she said, choking up. It was damaged, but still legible. So then there's a picture of her and her fiance. And then there's a closer up picture of the watch. And when you look at it, you're like, this is a cool feel good story, right? Then you look a little closer and you notice that this lady that was searching desperately through the ashes had freshly done nails with no dirt on her hands whatsoever. They were, they were not 
the hands. These are freshly manicured hands, not the hands of someone that's been searching desperately through the ashes. And well, maybe she was poking around with a stick. She got like Kellen got very ratioed, so I'm giving Kellen. I'm giving Kellen's a win. Okay, wait. It is spelled you said differently. Kel- you said Kellen. So did it? Did anything else happen with it with Kellen's this week that would have been? Re- um, you tweeted out some stupid stuff too. I did do that. <laughs> so I, I, I figured, do that. I do that every I, week. I figured all Kellen's kind of needed to win. We should we should add another segment like my dumb tweet of the week. It just like, uh, we'll have tweet of the week and then the dumb thought that comes from my brain of the week as well. Like so always, that was there were several this week. There's a yeah. lot. Of, good ones it's bad Who's um, your player of the week my player of the week this is going to be kind of a, a soft uh reopening of our kicker of the week okay so we're, not, we're not adding kicker of the week back yet we're still waiting not for yet. actual college and nfl season to start back up but the 49ers uh selected jake moody this year in the third round of the draft which is very high to select a kicker and he missed a 40-yard field goal on his first uh, NFL attempt. So he could be Robbie Aguayo 2.0. High draft That's pick amazing. for a kicker that just is not going to work out. Third round is very, very, very high draft kicker. That's the 49ers? 49ers, yeah. Good. We open still, with them. Still looking for that they Robbie Gold replacement. They open with us, oh. I should say. Yeah, they open with That's you. good. That's yeah. good to know. But 49ers fans, for all of you guys listening, follow me on Twitter at Jay Borger 98. Mm-hmm. I will, I'll tweet out some videos that'll make you feel better about your kicker. Okay. Sweet. So just give me, a, give me a follow. I'm going to, I'm going to tweet out some kicking videos. That'll make you feel just you peachy. Have, you don't have to do that <laughs> about it. Cause I'm no, in, but like, I'm, I'm in no, it for the fans. I'm in it for the fans. There's just no reason for you to do that. But I mean, as a bears fan, it's probably not what I'm thinking about though. Right. Cause you're, you're a bears fan. You said, yeah, so I know I know a Bears fan would not tweet out that video. No, the, the, I'm the, the one that I'm thinking of that you might be thinking about too. So we have coach of the week left. Coach of the week, Kellen. Okay, so are we recording right now? Yeah. Okay, we are. Cool. I didn't know. Do you have your it, uploading thing? Yeah, it was at zero percent for a second, but now it's back at ninety nine percent. Okay. All right. Technical difficulties. Uh, my coach of the week is. Uh, the Little League World Series coach of um, Team Rhode Island. So the Little League World Series is happening right now. Josh, what would you say, what's your favorite memory of uh, of Little League World Series? From playing in it or watching it? Well, you didn't play in it ever. You so don't know that. <laughs> I do know that because... I could have. I was I was better than you at baseball, and I was pretty bad. A couple, and bou- I was never even a couple close bounces, to making our, a couple yeah. bounces, and I probably could have been there. Yeah, I right. hit a dinger. I hit a triple. Did you? Once. Did you? Okay, that's not a dinger. Did you <laughs> actually hit a dinger though? I hit a triple once. Okay, so you hit a triple, and it was probably a little league triple with like went between the second baseman's legs, and then I, they overthrew second base. No, it actually was in the air the entire way. I hit the gap in the outfield. Okay. Kids bitch, too. That was hey, not even coach's bitch. Some power. Was it Oppo? No. I didn't okay. go Oppo. I so think that was about all you had in, in, but in like, I hit a ball to the more, fence one It's time. almost more impressive for me, though. I hit a ball off the fence one time. Oh, yeah. I did, too, but that was when we did batting practice in the outfield. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't really... 
Yeah, that definitely doesn't count. We were really bad at baseball, the two of us. Hey, remember um remember when we were on a fall ball team together? Yeah. And that coach got smoked in the head. <laughs> and everybody I everybody, everybody that he's lying on the ground, basically unconscious. Uh giant well on this dude's head. It's it's completely silent there. I'm playing third base. I think Josh is playing like shortstop, which why why were we on the left side of the infield? And I look at everybody's like freaking out. I look at Josh and he is cracking up. He's laughing harder than I've ever seen anyone laugh in my entire life. I'm like, dude, this I don't even know if this guy's alive right now. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> It's it's so funny. Did you see that picture I sent you on Twitter earlier today? Uh, I probably did. Let me, let me. It had me laughing for like five minutes. Let me see. Let me see. Watch me. <laughs> it's objectively. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a good objectively one. funny. My best little league memory because I don't have. I didn't. Oh my god! You've got to catch that, you idiot! God, I could have caught that. Oh my! Caught Henry Davis needs to be caught. Oh my God! Anyway, my favorite memory is when we went to Burger King after the game, and I got the Heinz Ward jersey thing in the kids. Oh meal. yeah, <laughs> yeah, those were sick. I I never got the Erlacher one. I was, was never able to get it. I got was, Peyton Manning, unfortunately. That was my that was my favorite. I mean, we just kept going. To, we went to Burger. Was it Burger King that did it, or yeah, was it McDonald's? It was Burger King. Okay, yeah, we went to Burger King so much, just trying to get the Erlacher. Brian Erlacher never, never got it. Yeah. Stay relevant, Burger King. Yeah, it was unfortunate. But anyway, uh, but, so yeah, but my coach of the week from the Little League World Series. I was going to say my favorite Little League World Series memory was when um, that team from Chicago made it all the way to the championship game and ended up losing. And it turns out they just had a bunch of 13 and 14 year olds on their team. So they it's were the best. like absolutely egregious cheating. Terrible, it's the best. terrible I love cheating. cheating. If you ain't uh, cheating, you ain't trying. So the reason it's the coach of Rhode Island is they ask these kids these questions and they put it as like their little stat line. Yeah. And this kid was asked what his dream job is. And he said, hedge fund manager. So <laughs> Team Rhode Island has it right. They have 18-year-olds on their team right now, and I think they're going to run away with the Little yeah, League World Series. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Hedge fund manager. Imagine, imagine going to the 12-year-old and asking what they want to be when they grow up. Not that that's a bad – that you know, if he could be that, that's huge. That's a great – but at 12, isn't it like fireman, police officer, uh, baseball player? Baseball like, yeah. player, Yeah. Hedge fund man. I didn't even. I don't That's think legit. I knew what a hedge fund manager was until he said that was his dream job. That's legit. I love that. That's so fun. Yeah. So who's your coach of the week? Who's my coach of the week? I'm glad you asked. It is. It's Mike Tomlin. Again, <laughs> is this like three straight weeks? I don't Mike know Tomlin? because he dro- every time he drops a nugget of gold, I have he to does, go with it. He does. He does. It's going to be a lot of Mike Tomlin like, this, uh, this season. He is doing unbelievable, and I said it earlier. You didn't you didn't pick up on that it was Mike Tomlin and not me. Oh, but sorry. We're not gonna wear ourselves out patting ourselves on the back at this juncture. Okay. Mike Tomlin yeah, I, did, I did hear that one. Mike too. Tomlin saying we played well. So yeah. I really like that. I'm gonna start using that one. That's probably gonna be inserted into the daily um repertoire of like, hey, we did a good job, but we're not gonna we're not wearing ourselves out patting ourselves on the back at this juncture. That is a good that's a good quote. I like that he uses juncture and not just time. Yeah. Like 
Hey, Using juncture edu- makes that whole thing come together. He's an educated man. You know where he went to college? I do. I can't remember. William and Mary. Yep. Good there school. It is. Virginia. So, but anyway, I think, is that our show? That is. That might be our show. We'll be back again next week, obviously. Um, Watch Hard Knocks. Watch the Johnny Manziel documentary. We didn't talk about it. I'll do that. It'd be great to talk about. Um, Johnny Manziel, wild, wild guy. Um, makes me like, I guess, no, like I like him more now. Okay. I like him more now. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. I used to hate him. I like him more now. So watch Johnny Manziel documentary. We might, we might talk about that. Who knows what's going to happen in sports, but until then stay unbiased and we'll see y'all next week.